everyone. Welcome to a new delayed episode of the Fashion Grunge Pod. I'm Lauren. I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Mike was too busy casting spells, so we had to push back our practical magic exploration. You get Botox, and you get Botox. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we're talking today from 1998. So this is actually interesting. It's, what, 25 years? Is- yeah. Oh jeez! <laughs> that's too much. Like I, I actually can't handle it. I, I actually, I'm as I'm rewatching it, like presently, I'm, I'm liking this movie more and more because I, I, when I saw it, I didn't at first. I mean, I didn't. Oh yeah, what's your history? I don't have a history. Yeah. I've just seen oh, it for the first I, time. I love it. So it's Practical Magic, 1998, um, and. I remember seeing it in the theater, but I don't remember if my mom took me to see it or my dad took me to see it. Regardless, oh. Regardless, I I liked it, but I didn't love it. And obviously, like, I knew who Sandra Bullock was. I kind of knew who Ke- Nicole Kidman was. Um, didn't know anybody else. You except- didn't know Stalker Channing? She was already in First Wives Club. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, that's right. It went And the birdcage for Diane Weiss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I kind of, you know, I mean, I kind of was like liking them more than I anything. love the aunts. Oh my god, they remind me of um the ants from Sabrina. I know, same. That's what I wrote. I was like, this is so Sabrina <laughs> with the aunts. Very, very, and I'm I I don't know. I mean, back then, like I said, like I didn't really like the story or whatnot, but and but but uh between then and and now, um, I. I maybe saw it like one or two other times. Hmm. Um, but within the last two days, I've seen it like three times. Really? Why? Did you watch it multiple times? Yeah, just because I, you know, in case I miss anything. Oh, I was, geez. I was really focused on like certain parts of the movie. And we'll get there. Um, and there's a lot of behind the scenes. Oh, good. Because I only had a few because I was like kind of rushed for behind the scenes. So I was like, I only wrote down a few. So that's good that you have some. There's a ton of them. I didn't write all of them down, but. Oh, cool. I wrote a fair amount. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when did you first see this? Uh, literally a few hours ago. Oh, this was your first time. Never, ever seen it. Heard about it. Seen the pictures on Pinterest, Tumblr, Autumn, Witches, Fashion, the whole thing. I've seen, I feel like, this whole movie through stills, but I've never actually seen it. Because what happens is, like, okay, in 98, I was 15. Mm-hmm. And in 98, I was into, like, Iraqi. I was into, like, Greg Iraqi, Larry Clark. I was into, like, that shit. So, like, this movie was not about what I was watching. Like I was watching like the craft and like go and like all those like more like kind of crazy and Mm -hmm. weird films. And this just, I think when I saw the TV spots, I was just like, Oh, it's a rom-com and it's like Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Like it's not, it just wasn't anything I would watch. So I would see it around, but I was like, yeah, you know, whatever, like I'll watch it, but I never did. So then I figured for this season, it's like the perfect film and we hadn't done it yet. And I was like, okay, well, let's for fall and for October, it's perfect. So yeah, so I just saw it. My first take on it is I love the soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack is awesome. It's so good. I love everyone. Um, I just wrote like, this really reminds me of this TikTok trend that's like the whimsy goth and like celestial era that happened in the late 90s. Like, 
especially mm. for girls at like Claire's or like some of the like urban outfitters, like those kind of shops, like they had a lot of like pants that were that celestial pattern, like the smashing pumpkins, melancholy, uh, album cover like in that vein like that was a big era like the craft witchy velvet like this whole thing was a vibe for the fall like the choker so i knew i was like oh i really love the fashion in this i thought it was especially Mm -hmm. nicole kidman's i mean hers is like out of control um and i'm obsessed with the house (laughs) and the garden Uh, yeah and like everything about like the aesthetics of the rooms and the furniture and it's very charmed very um but they all are kind of in that same vibe like all the Mm -hmm. witchy shows are like in that same kind of style but i liked it i thought it was cute oh that's cool yeah minus the exorcism because i'm not a fan of exorcisms or any of that shit and i was like that's the one gripe i had with it i just watched it once so i didn't watch it multiple times so i might have missed some things but the only thing that i was kind of like I would have changed the story instead of the exorcism thing just felt weird. Mm-hmm. But I get that it was a cute way to have the rest of the town's women like show up. Like otherwise, yeah. how would you get them to show up? You know? Well, true. True. I found, I, I did find that odd. Like all of a sudden, like all the town's women were like invited. Yeah. And they were like, cool with it. They were and like, they were Oh, cool we want to see your house. I was like, wait, don't they all scream? You're a witch. You're a witch bitch. Like, basically. <laughs> And then I love how like the two two women in the background who are quasi famous in their own right, but they always are like in everything. Oh yeah, like, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> like the girl from, uh, like the woman from Beverly Hills, uh, Beverly Hills Troop, or um, what is that? True Beverly Hills. Um, she played like the really awkward. Um, oh my god, what is her name? Yeah, who is she in True Beverly Hills? Um, She's like the assistant. Um, yeah, who is uh, I just know Chloe Webb. Oh my god, what is her name? Oh, Mary Gross um, is the actress, and she plays uh, Annie Herman in True Beverly Hills. Oh. She's like really thin, awkward. Oh, I see her now. Yeah, I never know her name, but she's in like everything. Everything. And yeah. then so, so is that like heavier set woman. Um, yeah, uh huh. Um, um i have it margo is it yeah margo martindale yeah yeah she's in she's in like everything and then um in recent she was in cocaine bear oh was she um she was oh the ranger she was the ranger that was having that guy over to like boink her yeah 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 Um, and then she also voices um the nanny in ducktales the recent ducktales oh cool she was also in uh the third season of american crime story which is the impeachment of clinton yeah um it was good but i think you know i think the time is kind of i don't want to say like i'm getting a little sick of ryan murphy like we're on the tr- yeah. we're on the boat like i feel like we're both on the boat begrudgingly but like the real high times on the seas have passed <laughs> like it's almost like because i because i watched the chucky tv series too mm-hmm. um, it's almost like don mancini the creator of chucky his his TV show is keeping me more active than like the horror stories recently. I know, right? It's just because of the whole. Uh, it it just it went on too long. They should have stopped at ten. 
I think so. We have a, such a good smattering, and we did the cult season, the first episode, which is on Patreon. Uh, we talked about that, but I mean, with ten episodes or ten seasons, you have a pretty good like smorgasbord of horror. Like, if you like this type, you have this season. If you like this, like, what else are we doing now? Now it's Rosemary's Baby, literally. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, and then I thought that it was, like, part one. I just showed you this the other day because on Reddit, I got not schooled. I didn't write it, but I read it. And they were like, yeah, it's because of the strike. And I was like, oh, that makes sense why it's, like, five episodes. And it's, like, part one. So mm-hmm. I don't know if part two is going to be, like, the rest of the season or if it's if they're going to change the story i don't it didn't really end end they did that actually with uh chucky so he's on it's on season three and they only did four episodes uh before the strike happened oh okay so they'll just come back whenever yeah whenever yeah whenever that happens but again i have more faith in this than the horror story stuff yeah i think well i don't even think the original if the original crew is still involved i don't think they are i'm pretty sure that it's now just like ryan murphy and brad falchuk's name because they created the series but they're like off doing something else like it's just regular staff writers who are writing it and getting people to be in it but we lost evan peters and sarah paulson (laughs) so like they're like the foundation of the show. So when they're not mm-hmm. in it, I'm kind of just like, I mean, we have Dennis O'Hare. We don't have Francis Conroy. We don't have Jessica Lange. Like we don't no. have another person for all of us. So like Kathy Bates, like we don't have anyone to, like that. To literally put faith in two women that really shouldn't be actresses at all. Like Emma Roberts and Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Like, like Kim is outshining Emma Roberts. I, I mean, think. Yeah, I mean, yes. However, comma. Yeah. Yeah. I, which so, is not hard. <laughs> no she's still a reality star and should keep in that realm i think she should Not... keep in that realm but a smaller part maybe like i thought she was going to be a walk-on i didn't realize she was going to be in like everything but i do have to say i do enjoy her on the show um i just don't like emma, Ro- emma Roberts, don't right? she can go any further though that in this it's true she's playing herself or her mom yeah. really yeah, yeah. Sure. so it's you know It'll be interesting. I I mean, I'm definitely wanting to finish it because I'm going to finish it, you know? Yeah, same. That's how I feel. You've got me in bondage with this fucking show. I'm going to finish it. But, um, yeah, so this movie was directed by Griffin Dune or Dunn. Whoever that is. What else has Um, he done? He directed the movie Addicted to Love with, wasn't that with Matthew Perry? Was it? I've never seen it. Oh, R.I.P. Matthew Perry. God, like, just happened sad so um, sad the movie it's called movie 43 which i want to see that but i i haven't and a few episodes of the good wife which i've never seen oh um, okay i haven't seen he, that was, he was an executive producer of the movie joe's apartment do you remember that movie uh-huh with david spade yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> and he acted actually in a few movies and shows like a long time ago like this is us um the l word the new generation which he's actually I- an actor it yeah. looks like like I'm looking on his IMDb and he has like a hundred acting credits and like mm-hmm. a few directing. So it looks like he's acting now. He was in the movie My Girl, like back in the day. Oh, um, who's that girl with Madonna? Um, Johnny Dangerously, which I've never seen. And then American Werewolf in London, to name a few. That's the ones he's he's in as an actor. Yeah, he's in as an actor. Yeah, he's also in Dallas Buyers Club um he plays a doctor so i saw that movie once i don't remember i I, I did too him specifically 
Ocean's Eight, Succession. Uh, he's in one episode, of Succession. He's in the French Dispatch, that shitty Wes Anderson film. Um, mm. And he's in one episode of Billions. And yeah, he's in a lot. Yeah, I mean, a, a ton. Um, and then the movie was written, well, this movie, sorry, was written by Alice Hoffman, um, Robin Swickord, and uh, Akiva Goldman. And Adam uh, Brooks, too. Huh? Adam Brooks. It says Adam Brooks. There's like three people. Oh, I didn't see that one. Well, this I'm is according gonna... to IMDb. Oh. That's what it says. Um, which I mean, they've they've done certain little things here and there. Um, what wait? What else did Griffin do and direct? I, let me see. Okay, he directed. Okay, Practical Magic. Oh, that's it, I guess. So he hasn't done a whole lot of like famous movies. Mm-mm. Okay, no. he's just acting in them now, I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, Diane Weiss, Stocker Channing. I don't know how to pronounce the dude's name. Aiden Quinn? No, no, no. Goran. <laughs> Goran. Oh, Jim. Goran. Oh, yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy Angelov. I don't know. Goran or Goran Viznik. Viznik? I have no idea. It sounds Croatian. Yeah. Or Eastern the, European. Yeah. No, he it was is Croatian. The, ha, I was right. Is it it's Croatian? Oh. Mm-hmm. He's hot. He was in the movie, um, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I haven't seen that. It's so good. I they know, have, I've heard. <laughs> I think they have three of them. Oh, he's in This Is Us too. And, and This Is Us, and then he was in the latest Hellraiser movie, which, I mean, the last three are awful. I can't imagine ever wanting yeah, to see another one so but the bad. original one. And then, most recently, people would know him from um, The Boys. Um, he plays Alistar. Or Alistar. Who's that? I've seen the boys. I don't know that. I can't even remember. I mean, it was such a long time ago. Did you finish it? No. Oh, you still haven't finished it. uh, I heard the new, the new one or the spinoff is really good. Oh yeah, Uh, Gen V. Yeah. I think so. I think it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, Otter said. Otter said it was good. Also, Chloe Webb is in this movie. She works in the botanical shop. Uh, oh, she, the one with she, the blonde hair, right? Yeah, yeah. She plays Nancy yeah. in Sid and Nancy, yeah. the one with Gary Oldman, which we mm. did on the podcast. And she also is in Shameless, if anyone watches Shameless. I mean, she's in a ton of stuff, but mm. yeah, that, those are the recent ones. And I, I can't believe the one daughter is Evan and Rachel Wood. I know, with the red hair. That's funny as hell. I know, she's so cute. I was looking for her when I saw her name. I was like, she's in this? And I love that her name is Kylie. <laughs> yeah (laughs) that's her name i was like oh my god yeah it's really cool i mean i the one thing i have to say is i guess we can get into the behind the scenes um we'll get to the fashion uh portion of it but did you know anything about this fashion uh costume designer Mm -mm. okay i'm excited to tell you after we do behind the scenes all right i'm gonna do just the stats because you have more of the interesting stuff all right so the budget was 75 million dollars Oh my god! And what? I have to imagine that has to be the quotes of a lot of the actors. It has to be, probably, because I mean, you have four major actors already. Oh, five. Aiden Quinn is pretty big yeah. at this point. So, and he has the and Aiden Quinn credit. So I'm assuming that he probably has a different like 
uh, you know, quote or something, but that's mm-hmm. a lot. It only made 46.7 million. Yeah, it, didn't, it didn't do so well. No, that. yeah, it didn't hit. IMDb gives it a 6.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 24. Like, oh, shit. that's really <laughs> bad. And then audience is 73. I would say 73. It would be pretty, yeah. uh, you know, average for me. Um, the only interesting notes that I have one this is from these are all from screen rant is where i got them one is that the production was cursed by a real witch I, I yeah isn't that nuts that the, is so crazy they had a consultant and this woman did the consulting and then after the movie was done or almost done she like then added another fee like she wanted two hundred and fifty thousand dollars plus mm-hmm. the back end or something and they were like what no yeah. and then she was like i'm gonna curse this whole set this whole movie which she might have done because it didn't make any money and uh then they were just like oh my god this woman's so annoying so they got freaked out and the studios just paid her to like get her to go away uh-huh. it's so yeah, nuts uh i read an article that's like he had to get an exorcism just in case like she did something to him yeah isn't that crazy i was like what i don't i don't blame him i mean i wouldn't want to take any chances i guess no I get some voodoo doctor. <laughs> yeah, like that's weird. Um, and then my other one was that Barbara Streisand tried to buy this house, but then they told her it was a set. <laughs> yeah. It, it got destroyed like right after um, the movie wrapped up. Yeah, isn't that crazy that I guess where they shot it, they were shooting some of it in like Washington State, but it was supposed to be on the <laughs> East Coast. But I guess where they shot it, there was a lot of like uh like sacred native land, so they wouldn't let them dig to build a set. So they had to use a platform and then build the house on top of it. And then when they were done, they had to like get rid of it. So they weren't actually digging. I can't believe that wasn't a real house. Like I know. What the fuck? I would love that house. It's the most perfect house ever. Although saying that, like I told you the other day off air, that I did go see some houses that I swear were haunted. Why? Did you get a weird vibe? I just got that vibe. Yeah. Oh. I got that. Well, plus, like, I mean, they were all built in, like, 1920, 1930s. That's okay. My house was built in the 30s. I don't think it's haunted. Probably haunted. It might be, but if it is, they haven't harmed us. But it has, like, you know, the old radiators, and it has... Yeah, that's what we have. <laughs> All that old and it has, shit. like, the archways, the rounded archways. Uh-huh, we have that, too. <laughs> really cool. Like, I would love that. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, I guess it, if you get a weird vibe, then pay attention. Well, so, like, side note, sorry, is that... So, the, the third house out of four that we saw... Um, my realtor, who you know, Matt, mm-hmm. uh, he looks up at w- at one point in the ceiling and he sees, you know, the attic door. And oh, where you pull it down? Holstering, right? Uh-huh. So he pulls it down and I guess like the ladder must have been loose. <gasps> it like came it almost, down? It came down. It almost hit him in the head. Oh, shit. And after like, after, you know, both of us were like screaming or whatever, um, well, not screaming, but, you know, like... Like, ah, fuck! Yeah. I turn to him and I'm like, yeah, you just let out 20 spirits in that act. I know. Goodbye. <laughs> Good and job. Literally, if a red ball came down... Oh, my that, God, bouncing down. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would have been so out of there. would have, like, lost it. Like, there was, like, the original glass in the windows. There was this random, like, stained glass in one room. That was weird. Oh, that's um, cool. 
guess. I think it's cool. It's either you want old or you don't. Yeah. And if you do get old, please don't change it and rip it out. Yeah. Like, don't right. completely change it. Like, something like stained glass is cool. Like, that, I mean, you could do now, but it'd probably be, like, really expensive. Mm-mm. Yeah, I guess, right? Because nobody does it. Like, who would you get to even install the panes? (laughs) I don't know. It's weird because it's like part of my brain goes, I would love to live in houses like this, you know, like like we're talking about, like Practical Magic House or Charmed House. But then the other part (laughs) of me is like, okay, when real when realism kicks in and I'm sleeping and I hear something bump in the night. No, (laughs) but that could happen in a new house, too. It could be the land that it was built on. That's true. Like, it doesn't well, necessarily mean that it be, like the new house is impervious to that. Like, it could still have that. I mean, all of these, like, condos and... I mean, think about it. All these condos and houses and townhouses and whatnot. We are on, like, some kind of sacred land. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is a, a old... It's not as old as, like, a lot of other places in the world. I mean, yeah. developed-wise, but there were people here. That's so true. i mean I, you know I tell you about my ghost experience here so i mean yeah so you have a new place and if you had a ghost experience then it doesn't mean an old house i feel like might i feel like sometimes things protect you it's strange like sometimes the, there might be something like i i always think that way too like uh sometimes I'll hear something like the house like settles like I have an old house like (laughs) could be the furnace in the basement could be whatever could make a noise or something but sometimes like my mom thinks of it too like if you're getting ready to leave the house like let's say you're leaving and then you're like oh and you hear a weird sound and then you have to go like see what it is like that could be saving you from leaving the house at the moment something horrible could happen like Mm. or if you get in the car and then you're like did I turn the stove off yeah I think I did let me let me just go check like sometimes going back and checking like it it kind of is maybe something would happen and that's why you're gonna go check you know like there's a reason why you're gonna go check but as long as i've always said to my mom was like as long as there's no ghost that's like throwing me down the stairs or like doing some like fuck shit then like fine like i always went to cordelia in that angel episode oh that's right (laughs) where she has that ghost and eventually at the end she like learns to live with him and she's like eddie Oh yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think he like moves her coffee cup, and she's like, ah, ah put it back. <laughs> yeah, and then he like slides and puts it back. Like it's really funny at the end, but she was scared at first. That's true. <laughs> so it's true. Yeah. So what did you get? Because I don't really have uh, too oh, many. Basically, I mean, I have a few, but I want to hear yours since you you've got more. I've got I've got quite a lot. Sorry. Um, my first one is the entire house was um, specially built. Um architectural it was like a shell basically that's so Um, cool it was built on rented land and even the blossoms on the trees were fake they were made of silk everything's fake everything fake 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 fake. uh, the second one was an unexpected issue uh that the director had um was the number of takes the lead actresses needed to complete their scenes um, Sandra Bullock would generally finish in two or three takes. However, Nicole Kidman um, was said that um, just spent the previous eight, 18 months working with uh, Stanley Kubrick on Eyes Wide oh, Shut. Oh, gee. Oh, they and filmed with- that way before it came out. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, because it came out in 90, the year later, right? Mm-hmm. 
and she's uh and she was used to doing 70 or 80 takes for a single scene yeah kubrick was a nut i mean in a good way an artistic nut like david fincher who i think also does like 100 takes but that makes me beg the question was she like a bitch and she was just like Okay, well, I want to get it right because obviously Stanley Kubrick isn't like directing this movie. No, I was going to say this is not a Kubrick movie. It's a fucking rom-com. Did he, like, did he just like train her into saying, okay, I need to do it to my perfection. This is also a trying time if you at all are familiar with the the lore of Scientology. Was that like during yeah. this time, according to the documentary Going Clear one of the guys who's now left Scientology, who was like, he was a uh, position to like, I think Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman were like, you mentioned 18 months. They were in London shooting that movie. And mm-hmm. when they were shooting that movie, Tom Cruise was not in touch with Scientology because Cooper yeah. had them like, you know, rehearsing and no yeah. time for anything else. So one of the guys was like stationed and in charge of like getting them back in. And, like, making sure that, like, Nicole and Tom were, like, back into the religion. So if this is after that, and they had a really weird time, I think, filming Eyes Wide Shut. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, maybe something else was going on. Or, like, she was just really conditioned to do it that way. Because maybe, I don't know. Hmm. That's strange. It's very strange, yeah. So how Uh, did they do it? Did hmm? they just tell Nicole, like... We're not doing 70 takes. You need to get this. And that's what, yeah, I mean, it, it didn't say, like, that's what I want to know. Yeah, I wonder, like, what it was, like, behind the scenes. Like, did Sandra Bullock go, like, look, we're doing five takes. Like, we're not, like, I'm not doing this over and over again. Like, this is not that kind of a movie. Like, you can get it. Or <laughs> like, she's that much more professional than Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I mean, how happened to like Nicole Kidman more than Sandra Bullock? Like, as far as I'm acting I'm goes? <laughs> I mean, I, I like her, but I've kind of like not consistently liked as much work from her as I have with Nicole Kidman. Mm. I feel like she's still doing work that I care about. And I haven't seen anything that Sandra Bullock's done recently for a while. Like the last thing that I've seen her do was like Miss Congeniality. Like what else has she done after that? It's been good. The blind side wasn't any good. I know she got her Oscar, but yeah, she's not doing movies like she was in the nineties. She's not doing a demolition man or like speed, the first speed or like the net. Or like you know she she was in the theater. <laughs> yeah, like the one she the last one I saw in the theater was Gravity, and I hated Gravity. Well, I I don't even. Watch. I was, was like, the one <sighs> yeah, with George Clooney. Like I think she produces a lot now, and she did that funny movie with Channing Tatum, <clears throat> the one? one that Brad Pitt was in. He oh, had the like, one you were talking about with the train. No, no, that's Bullet Train. I don't. Is she in Bullet Train? She actually might be. She produces a lot now. She was in Bird Box. Did you see that? That yeah, yeah, that I Netflix, did. Like that. that Netflix movie. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. yeah, it was all right. Oh, she yeah, Bullet Train. She is in Bullet Train. The Lost oh, okay. City is the other one I'm thinking of. But I just like her. I guess I like more '90s Sandra than now. Oh yeah, true. Um, uh, my next ones. Oh, sorry. Um, the ant, the ants, um, Stalker Channing and Diane Weist, is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Weist, um, frequently wear clothing and styles that were popular in the early 20th century, <laughs> suggesting that they really are much older than they appear to yeah. be. Imply. Um, <laughs> they I, never I aged. That. The ants never <laughs> aged. 
<laughs> I I love them so much. Me um, too. The real uh, my next one is uh, the real Death Watch Beetle. Um, That's scary. Something I can't pronounce. I'm not sure exactly, but it does actually exist and make a noise associated with folklore with impending death. No way. Um, but for cinematic purposes, the this presents a problem when the beetle can be uh when the beetle can be heard, it cannot be seen because it will be uh con- it it conceals in a piece of wood. Oh, that's where she's like ripping up the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you don't really see it, you just hear it. Oh, wow. Um but for, you know, movie purpose movie movie magic movie magic um according to co-writer co-writer akiva goldsman uh the direct the director's cut was a darker take on the material uh but due to marketing of warner brothers and extensive editing it finally ended up a different version no another story of of studio interference basically wow um, we could have had like a non-family story we could have had like some dark ass shit. Oh, I was I need- hoping it would go Thelma and Louise after they killed that guy. I was like, let's go, <laughs> let's go, let's go. And then I was like, oh god, they're gonna go back home and try to bury him so or some I, shit. I, I, need, I need to see a Zack Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah, of- we we need to. I'm gonna write that in my notes. <laughs> Zack Snyder <laughs> cut. Zack, practical magic. Um, but according to this article that I read. Um, Goldsman, quote unquote, lost his copy of the reg- of the original cut. <laughs> Damn, um, that sucks. And then I have uh, this movie is set on an island in New England, but filmed in the San Juan, uh, Washington, uh, Strait, Washington, uh, Washington, on the West Coast due to weather and financial reasons. I wonder. It's supposed to be like near Salem. It's supposed to be like Massachusetts. Probably, I'm assuming. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Probably. Um, the small town scenes were filmed in downtown Cooperville, Washington, hmm. a Victorian era seaside port, uh, port town located on the south side of Penn's Cove on Windby Island. I want to go to Washington State. Oh my God, we should totally go. We should go. It looks, I want to take photos. It's like green and like obviously I want to go to Seattle because I can't believe I lived on the West Coast and never went to Seattle, but I really want to go. <laughs> I don't think I've been to Seattle either. Yeah. <sighs> I really want to go for obvious reasons. Um, the cast said that they felt supernatural elements of the house uh, starting to affect them. Mm. Uh, both the cast and crew claimed they heard supernatural noises while filming um, the coven scene at the end of the film. Yeah, I can believe it. Um, what movie is it? It's not The Craft where they're like, you shouldn't be playing with things you don't understand. What the fuck movie is that? I can see uh, someone... Oh god, it's it's some it's magic probably, though. I was gonna say probably every other horror movie. <laughs> I yeah, I think it's like a horror movie, but there's some kind of like witchy element because they're like making fun of something and they're like, you shouldn't play with something you don't understand. Like, hmm. and it's about witchcraft, but it's something from the nineties. Maybe it's like a I don't know. I know in Felicity her roommate was like a Wicca. Do you oh, remember that right. girl? I won't say her last name just in case for some for privacy reasons, but we went to school with this girl. Her name was Renee. Oh, right. Her name was Renee. We right. won't say the school just in case anyone can figure out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think I might have talked about her with Charles on an episode, or maybe we have on another one, but who knows. She was a Wicca, like a self-proclaimed Wicca. I was genuinely afraid of her. And if you the photo that, that she has in like, I think, wasn't she only in our, our one of our grades, like eighth grade? Mm-hmm. 
she wasn't in ninth or seventh. No. Yeah, she just came for one year. So yeah. she was like a self-proclaimed Wicca. She was like, this is 1990. This is around this time. So she, she probably like, saw this movie. She kind of looked like, and I'm not fat shaming or anything, but she, she kind of- She was a little tubby. She was a little tubby. Um, but she looked like a tubbier version of Robin Tooney a little bit. Do you think? She had the reddish hair. Yep. Um, she had like really big cheeks. I know she had like really, really big cheeks. I can see that photo. That photo like haunts me. Um, yeah. But anyway, she was going out with this guy who I believe his name was Jake. I know that. But I don't mm-hmm. remember if he was older or younger. He wasn't in our grade. I think he was younger. No, older. Oh, he was older? Mm-hmm. Shit. Okay. So she was dating this guy, Jake. Whatever. They went out for a while. This is like, you know, junior high kind of shit. And they broke up. And when they broke up, she put a spell on him. And she, like, told us. She was like, I put a spell on Jake. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, he's going to be hurting tomorrow, whatever. And then he, like, wasn't in school the next day. We all freaked out. Right. We were like, oh, my God. She fucking made Jake sick. She's real. It was just like Nancy. It's real. (laughs) Literally just like that. And I was like, oh, my God. This girl is like, this is why I don't, like, I don't mind any movies about witches. This is why I don't fuck with shit about like devils and all that shit. Cause I'm like, I don't want to wake anything up. Like yeah. I'm not trying to wake anything up on the screen and have it jump out at me. And that's kind of how I felt. Cause I refused to watch the exorcist. And as I was watching this, I was going to text you like, what in the exorcist is happening? <laughs> like why are there two exorcism scenes that I did not sign up for in this family feel good film? Because yeah. it got kind of wild. <laughs> Just got kind of gnarly. Yeah, I remember Renee. Yeah, uh, right? We all remember Renee. Okay, sorry, keep going. <laughs> um, Sucker Channing lied about being fluent in French because she wanted a free trip to Paris to record the French dubbing for international version. Oh my god, so what happened when she got there and then she couldn't speak French? Oh, I didn't, yeah. It doesn't I say? Oh my god, that's great. I, I want to, actually, I want to look at that further and see what they say. I know, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Um, the pool scene towards the beginning of the movie where Nicole Kidman's uh, dancing with all the hot guys. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, her character is, um, it's the same pool used um, in Boogie Nights. I was going to say Boogie Nights. I was like, why did I recognize that pool? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, I was literally thinking, I was like, this looks like Boogie Nights. And then when you said Boogie Nights, I was like, is it Boogie Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, I still I cannot believe that Mark Wahlberg did that film. I know. Like the right? way that he is now, I know that he just, I think he really thought it wasn't going to do anything. I think he thought, like, well, I need to do a movie that, like, makes me serious and doesn't have me be the same guy all the time, but no one's going to fucking see this. This is, like, some weird, arty art house thing. And it ends up becoming, like, this massive movie. I just wish it was real in the end, okay? He would never do that. He's a Christian. Whatever. He wouldn't those, do that. Those are, those are the ones that you have to look out for. That's true. <laughs> That is true. They're like usually the freakiest ones. Oh, whoops. Sorry. <laughs> alarm. Is that your alarm? I thought that was my voice. I was like, am I your alarm? No, it's it's my my minion alarm. Um, my minion sounding alarm to go to sleep. <laughs> oh damn. Oh yeah, it's it's late for you. Um I mean it is it isn't but it is at the same time because I'm trying to get on a schedule i know i've been going to sleep so late i used to be really good and then i have to watch because uh, i'm putting this up tomorrow halloween but it is currently devil's night for another two hours so in my typical devil's night 
tradition, <laughs> I'm going to watch The Crow after this. After we record. Yeah, Probably till I fall asleep. Most likely. Uh, I only have a, cu- uh, a couple more. <clears throat> yeah, me. hurry up. <laughs> when uh, Sally, Sandra Bullock's character, runs to uh, Michael, um, This Kiss by Faith Hill plays. This um, kiss, this I, kiss. I love that song. <laughs> um, Faith Hill is married to Tim McGraw, who would later be playing Sandra Bullock's husband in The Blind Side. Oh. Which we it was kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, huh. And my second to last one is in 2003, CBS began developing a television spinoff for the movie. Um, the show was to be like an hour-long drama focusing on the own sisters. Sandra Bullock was going to be a partial producer, mm. but um, despite the star power that was going to be in the show, the program never got beyond the development stage. Um Another attempt was made in 2010 when ABC uh, family announced that they were working on a TV reboot. Uh, once again, though, the project never came. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah. Um, and then my last one was Vanessa Redgrave was um, in talks to be playing um, Stalker Channing's character. Oh. But, yeah. Obviously, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, she uh, she was uh, asking for more money, I think, than they were giving her, than they were going to give her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because, you know, Vanessa Redgrave. She have an Oscar? I know she's like a big deal. I think she does. Yeah, she might have. Yeah, she's asking for a lot of money. Oh, that's but wild. Those are, those are all my production notes. That's oh, cool. Okay, there's, there's one more that you didn't say that I'm surprised you didn't that I had written down. During yeah. my favorite scene in the film, which is Midnight Margaritas, oh, that scene. they actually got drunk. And it was mm-hmm. um, really bad tequila that apparently Nicole Kidman brought. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Yeah. That, see, and, and that's what I was going to say about my first impression that I, I totally blanked on was that ever since i saw the first one that's the only scene that stuck in my head was the midnight margarita thing oh so when i was like re-watching this for you i was like oh right that's my favorite scene <laughs> yeah that was like my standout yeah. i was like this is so cool i love that scene especially when they like start like spilling all the tea on each other uh-huh like, and they just start being like evil witches oh, <laughs> just like comes out I well, she's a slut. <laughs> Calling Nicole since Kidman when, a slut. Since when did slut? Um, what was that like? Since when is slut like shamed? In this yeah, show? since when is slut shaming part of this? <laughs> it's really funny. Someone left it on the porch. <laughs> I love, I love the soundtrack. We'll get to the soundtrack, but okay, let's get into fashion. And I just have to say. Judiana Makovsky. Do you know anything about her? Because I just learned all this information about yeah. 10 minutes ago and I am in awe. What? Okay, so Judiana Makovsky. Mm-hmm. She or Makovsky. Her very first film that she did the costume design on was mm-hmm. Big. Oh, no. Well, it's technically Gardens of Stone, but Big, the Tom Hanks one, is oh, the wow. most famous one. After that, in chronological order, I'm only naming the ones that I'm familiar with that people might know. She was doing the costume designing for Reversal of Fortune, 1990. What's that? Uh, It's with Jeremy Irons. It's really good. White Squall, 
Oh, really? That movie that we all lusted over because it was thir- oh, we were 13 when that shit came out. And it was like all of the hot boys of the moment. And they were on some ship and who cares? They were like soaking wet and like trying to run for their lives. We have to do that because White Squall was like a classic. Um, Lolita, the one with Jeremy Irons, which I have not seen yet. 97. Devil's Advocate. 97. Great Expectations. 98. Pleasantville. 98. I love that movie. Practical Magic. 98. Harry Mm -hmm. Potter and the Sorcerer's Motherfucking Stone in 2001. (laughs) Nice. Sea Biscuit, 2003. Mm. National Treasure, 2004. X Men: The Last Stand, 2006. Ew. It doesn't exist. Um. Oh, that's the bad one, right? Yeah, that's. <laughs> National Treasure: Book of Secrets in 07. The Last Airbender in 2010. The Hunger Games in 2012. Uh, Movie 43. She did one of the segments there. The Face of Love, 2013, and sit down and make sure you're sitting down in your seats because she did the fucking costumes for Captain America Winter Soldier. Yes. And also Captain America Civil War. And also Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, The Suicide Squad, The Gray Man, The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, and Volume 3 of Guardians of the Galaxy. What is The Gray Man? That's that movie that the Russo brothers did for Netflix with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. Oh, the oh yeah. It was like kind of bad, but I mean, they got paid (laughs) like a fuck ton of money to do it. But uh, yeah, yeah, so she did that. So I think she's fucking dope. She's also in development right now to do a new Sony Marvel project, which is probably some Venom or Spider-Man shit. She's Uh doing the costumes coming up for Superman Legacy and for Avengers Secret Wars. So she's fucking dope. <laughs> I think she's done amazing films. Is Henry, is Henry Cavill gonna be Superman again? No, I think he's done. Oh, it's. I think else. James Gunn is like kind of fucked. Ooh. So side note, have you caught up on Loki? And what do you think so far? No, if... I haven't. Um, oh, I'm... you haven't. No, not yet. They released the mid-season trailer today. I haven't seen it yet. I want to. I'm probably gonna watch it after we record. I do. I don't. I mean, I love Loki. I do. But it's just, I don't know. I, mm. You don't like it so far? What are you, two in or three in? I'm two in. Hmm. And what, there's three and four, right? Yeah, there's four out, yeah. There's only two left. But I've heard oh, these two are supposed uh, to be, I think, right? I think it's just five and six. Or do we have four to watch? I don't know. Let me check. I mean, I love Tom Hiddleston, like, till the depths of my existence i fucking love him oh no it's episode oh it is episode five so we did see season we did see episode four yeah um they said the last two are supposed to be great i kind of hope they end it after this i hope that this doesn't become like a show that needs to continue on but i have to say out of everything that's been happening in the mcu that i've seen lately this has brought me back interested and i think it's because of owen wilson and tom hiddleston yeah um and yeah, like the other owen people i mean yeah i like owen wilson in this role it's he's fun but yeah it's funny it's just i just love tom hiddleston and like what he's done with loki the fact that he's mm-hmm. been able to keep this character going for longer than any other character in the mcu is just pretty incredible that mm-hmm. he's been a villain i kind of if they do have a season three i do hope that it makes him a full villain like I don't want any hero shit that we're kind of on now. I really mm-hmm. want like a complete, like he's a villain, like how he started. 
and he's like really ruthless and like i would like that or a nod to that i get that um okay so i already ran down our costume designers cv so what did you think about the fashion i liked it i mean i don't have a lot of notes although i just literally like the the ants steal i love their clothes steal the costume game through the movie they definitely do yes we were talking about jillian nicole kidman's character like her costuming is so much better than like sandra bullock's she's the Um, slutty one she's the well she's the quote-unquote slutty one (laughs) yeah Uh, but like even like her makeup and the makeup of the ants are just awesome so good and i love like the nod to like just the witches that we that we know with the pointy hats and everything at the end. I know, it's so cute. With the stockings. <laughs> it's so cute. I I love it. And I mean, and it's not a fashion note, but it is. I mean, the house itself. Like <laughs> Also, know. I have to say if you want to see some really amazing fashion, check out the pr- photos of the premiere of Practical Magic cuz everyone's dressed really cool. Like Aiden oh, Quinn really? is dressed really cool. Yeah, like their actual clothes like sandra bullock has a really cool black like velvet dress um so yeah those those are really cool too <laughs> like their actual real life outfits. Oh, i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look that up yeah it's cool um do you do you have any other yeah I mean, oh, I that's, have a shit that's all i really have for oh yeah okay <laughs> i love the school uniform outfits that the two girls are in like when they're walking up to the house in the beginning like when they're kids oh yeah like the black mm-hmm. it's very wednesday Yes, very Wednesday very. Adams. <laughs> I think that's really cool. Um, I just wrote the Aunt Witch's outfits and their cool hats. Um, they're mm-hmm. really neat. Uh, I love Jillian's outfit when you see her when they're adults and she's leaving with that guy. And it's like in the middle of the night and she's wearing like a blue kind of baby tee and these really cool jean like denim shorts. I thought was really cool. I do like Sally's like chunky knit sweaters that she has and kind of like little cardigan sets. I feel like and she has yeah. like kind of a a plain she'll have a plain like v-neck sweater and then she'll have this like long printed skirt and then she'll have like kind of the straight leg jeans with like crochet it's all very neutral and mm-hmm. i love nicole kidman's like little sunglasses she has oh, those small yeah. red ones and then she has yeah. the small black ones like they're so mm-hmm. cool um the outfit that that um jillian's wearing when sally picks her up from the motel and she has on like this leather jacket that looks kind of like that's Jimmy's. It's like oversized. Oh, yeah. And she has yeah. a skirt on and she has those like slip in mules that have heels that she like fell out of um, when she's walking and stuff. She looks really cool there. Um, just so many like the resurrection outfits are cool. Um, just all the little like it's just so late 90s. It just really reminds me when the craft was big and when this vibe was big. Like this was a aesthetic that was kind of like given or like served to us in magazines in like 17. Like Nicole Kidman has a really cool green velvet dress on when she's flirting with the cop when he first gets there. That's such a like Delia's moment. Like Delia's the catalog. Like it's just, it really reminds me of when that style was like kind of pushed because Charmed came out in like 90, what, nine Mm-hmm. so yeah it was around that time craft was 96 we were kind of getting this like witchy weird thing but it was cool mm-hmm. i thought it was really yeah. cool <laughs> yeah. and um and the the outfits i wrote when the aunts return are amazing like when they come back and they're like oh 
we thought we came back in time and uh-huh. it just looks really cool like i love all their outfits i love diane weiss's hair how she has like really long hair i love all the, the um the big uh what is it called the big uh like a bouffant ponytail or something oh right? yeah, yeah yeah it's and the and the aunts always have these like big hats like they, huge oh hats soccer channing's like big huge like wickery hat yeah it kind of reminds me of um what is it you you saw the the sex and city movie the first um, one i've seen where it was like samantha's humongous hat oh yeah the she, massive, <laughs> massive the hat. i mean obviously it wasn't that massive in this movie but it kind of reminded me of that yeah so. yeah it's really cool very similar yeah it's just so rad even the outfits that all of the girls wear in the craft when you see them like at I mean, there's so many amazing fashion moments in the craft, but it's one of the ones where you see them watching like Bewitched in Sarah's room and they're wearing like really cool pajamas. Like Nicole Kidman has a really cool, just like random like plaid pajama pants and this kind of pullover gray Henley, like very realistic, I thought. Yeah. it was, And even the townspeople, they have really cool outfits too. I think it's neat. Mm, No, that's cool. Yeah, I like it. Oh, I love her little glasses. (laughs) <laughs> they're so cool like they're my favorite and then oh uh Sandra Bullock has that really funny like robe in the beginning that has the daisies on it it's like I really puffy like yeah. um mm-hmm. I like that that's also the same it was they used to sell them at Nordstrom and it's the same one that Brad Pitt has in Fight Club he has the pink one with all the coffee cups on it it's oh, like yeah. the same brand because I had one that had a moon and some stars on it I don't know what happened to that but it used to be hanging on my bathroom but i have no idea what happened to it but uh yeah it's like the same kind of style i thought that was really cool so that's yeah cool. that's all i have for fashion what about music i mean i love this fucking soundtrack so i didn't put them in chronological order um my idea was to do that at first yeah but... same i didn't have my phone out i was trying to shazam it but i didn't have my phone in the beginning yeah. um the song Always On My Mind by Elvis Presley. Um, that was kind of like the one constant song throughout because mm-hmm. that was Jimmy's, Jimmy's song, I guess. Oh, or Jimmy's song. Um, so every time that was mentioned, it was like, oh, Jimmy's there, you know. I know, spirit. yeah, yeah, he's like around. And then especially when the ants sing it on Margarita, uh, Midnight Margarita Night. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, it's on my night, you know. Um, <laughs> A Case of You by Joni Mitchell. I love a Joni Mitchell I song. I love that song. And, and I think that's that's the, the scene where Jillian is coming back to the house. Yeah, right? she's like driving cross country. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. The song called Is This Real by Lisa Hill. This is when Jimmy and Jillian were like doing, getting it on basically and flirting. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Another Jillian scene where she's like at the the pool with the hot guys um and got to give it up by marvin gaze yeah it's like so i i love that scene it's like so iconic every every time i hear that song i always think of the first charlie's angels with drew barrymore i haven't seen it you haven't seen it nope are you serious yeah i haven't i haven't seen a lot of movies that people have I actually like it. The very part, the first one is good. The second one sucks, and of course the reboot with um. Oh, that's that, right. They did a new one. Oh, with that girl from Twilight. Mm-mm. Kristen Stewart is not that girl from Twilight. Wash your yes, mouth out. So yes, he is. 
She will always be. She that is girl. Bella Swan. Put some respect on her name. I don't like her. I'm sorry. I don't really love her either, but I I have a new appreciation for Twilight <laughs> because of because of Jules. So I will ride for Bella Swan yeah. till the end of the earth. You don't like her either, but you're telling me to give respect to her. Bella Swan, yeah, we're giving we're putting respect on Bella Swan's name. <laughs> I'm still Team Jacob. What? Oh, I did not know this about you, and I need to like put. I need to insert like a record scratch right here. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're not a fan of Jacob. I am I'm going not. to I'm literally not. text Jules and Charles oh, right God. now. My my reasoning. Oh yeah, that. what is your reasoning? My I'm like, reasoning. we should pause and get them on the line. <laughs> Be like, hold on, we're in the middle of recording uh, Practical Magic, but Mike has just told no. me that he is Team Jacob, and this is an emergency. We have to reevaluate our friendship. We kind of um, sort of do. The only reason is, and I've said this before on your podcast, is oh no, my vampires do not sparkle. That's your reason. That is my reason. Oh, but that's not. We're talking about attitudes, though. I mean, granted, Edward is kind of a like emotional terrorist, but but aside from that, like Jacob is so lame. <laughs> He's in love with that baby, that demon baby. I said what I said. Oh, no, not a I not a not Nini quote. Nini leaks. I know it's not a Nini quote. Not a. I said what I said, and I'm not changing on it. Oh, jeez. Okay. My my the core of my life my my foundation has been shook because you're now I'm shook as the kids say. Oh no. no! Don't trust anything that Mike's about to say ever again. Wow. Um, I'm gonna finish my list here. Um, this kiss by Faith Hill. And, yeah, I like uh, that. And, and coconut by Harry Nelson. Wow, I have all those, but I don't have. Is that that's the rest of your list? Yeah, I couldn't Shazam. Two, I believe there were two other songs that I couldn't hear. I have two that are at the very end that I can't believe you did not also put respect on our Lord and Savior Stevie Nicks. Oh my God! Oh, I thought I had them. And how they, dare you! <laughs> Oh my god, I, I really I How honestly dare you don't... mention this movie and not even mention the two Stevie Nicks songs oh, at the end. Well, listen, listen, I wrote them down and they somehow disappeared. Um, I feel like Cordelia right now and Buffy. I'm sorry, I have to text everyone I've ever met right now. Believe <laughs> <laughs> oh team Jacob. God, I wrote I literally wrote them down though, but okay. Oh god. Um, yeah. Team Jacob and no Stevie Nicks. The Stevie Nicks erasure is just so listen, listen, Linda. Um, oh, God. I am a new. I am a new diabetic. Oh, that's not gonna work for, for a while. So I have been pumped full of different kind of drugs lately, so I am not thinking correctly. I don't know. I think you've always been Team Draco, and I think you just don't want to admit it that Edward is the only way to go. No, my vampires do not sparkle. If Angel sparkled and Spike no, sparkled, no, would you be no. okay with it? No. <laughs> no. No. But they're fierce no. killers. <laughs> Here's the thing. Robert Pattinson, he's kind of hot now. Yeah, um, he is hot now. He wasn't then. He was too young. He, he looked like fucking like 
Archie in the beginning of River. Oh, he did. He totally did. Not you know, to mention, he looked kind of like Lestat in Queen of the Dam because as I saw Queen of the Dam, they totally just copied that shit in Twilight. How, how dare you? <laughs> now you're going to admonish me for comparing to Queen of the Dam, but you're Team Jacob. Like, oh, okay. Okay. We really have to reevaluate. We have to reevaluate. I'm sorry, we have to do an emergency follow-up episode to our Twilight episode that I did a long time ago. And we all have to talk about, like, we have to lay it out like a case, like a legal case. Like, wow. why are you Team Jacob? In use what world? That, use that sound clip from, um, what, what is, what is that damn show? Yeah, no. No, no, no! The court, the court show where it's oh, like, Law and Order, dum 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 The people on Patreon want that. Let us know. We'll we'll come up with a script and do like a dramatic, uh, dramatic fiction story. Oh God, I can't <laughs> my believe dog, my dog is going crazy in his open crate right now. <laughs> oh no! No, no, no! In a good way. He's like just like ransacking and playing around with his blanket. Like oh. How is he? How is Boss doing? Uh, He's alright. He keeps, like, doing this, like, weird wet swallowing kind of thing where it's, like, he's not choking, but um, I think it's, like, his acid reflux or something. Oh, damn. I can't believe dogs get that. Yeah. Oh, dogs get so much shit that we do. Yeah, they get everything, I guess. But um, he has an ultrasound on Friday. Aw, bossy. To see if there's like any more blockage, and you know he's still he's still getting used to um like new food and stuff, right? New food and yeah. Oh man, getting old. Unfortunately, little bot. No, he's not that old. Well, I mean, six and a half. Yeah, that's not old. That's like forty something. (laughs) I guess yeah. My age in human years, (laughs) yeah. Oh, crazy. Okay, you done with your music? Let's move on to uh, favorite scenes and lines. What are your favorite scenes and lines? Let's see. Okay, my first note was this house setup reminds me of Sabrina. Yeah, for sure. And I just said, like, uh, my first quote that I noticed was, I like when the two girls, like, when they're kids and they're like, I hope I never fall in love. And then (laughs) Jillian's like, I can't wait to fall in love. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like that crazy eyed when she said i know i was like oh shit and i also wrote okay so sally got married and jillian is literally living her best life in orlando (laughs) like (laughs) like hanging out my first favorite scene is jillian driving across the country to that like music montage that we talked about that's like Mm -hmm. one of my favorites i just i love a montage and i love like everything and the movie felt so weird because as soon as like we get the storyline of her like uh sally going to rescue jillian from uh jimmy because he's like a piece of shit horrible guy as soon as we get that and then we get this like kidnappy thing like that part of the story it just felt like a different movie totally like i feel like that's why i really thought it was gonna turn into like thelma louise which is what I would have loved, which may have happened now that we, I didn't know, but now that we know there was studio interference and they probably wanted to make it PG 13 so they could sell more tickets. But I think if they had made it just like Thumb and Louise, kind of like we killed this guy, but we had a good reason, but we don't know what to do. And we're witches. Like, let's go on the run. Like I kind of would have liked that, but then you would have left the girls. Like she had those two daughters 
Mm-hmm. So that would have like taken them out of the story. But I just kind of wish they did something else besides the boyfriend, like digging up like possession. Like I thought that was weird. And I don't know if that's in the book because maybe really they changed kinda- something. Yeah, because it, it was a drastic change, like drastically changed. I mean, which most movies or TV shows do when they're doing adaptations of a book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm really interested. Like, I really want to read this uh, this book. Yeah, I'm curious. It's um, strange. It's like really strange. I was like, what kind of movie is this? Yeah. Like, what is the vibe? And I think it also has a prequel. And there was supposedly talk of a prequel movie that they might make, but I think so far there's nothing happening. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. That was my there first is. one was uh, driving across the country. That was really cool. What's your first like standout? Oh, my first one. Um, they're not in chronological order. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the scene where Sally is about to leave for Arizona to get Jillian, and um, she looks at the ants and says, uh, "And I don't want them, her kids." I don't want them dancing naked under the full moon. And Aunt Jet says, of course, the nudity is entirely optional, as you well remember. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, she's like going to get her sister. She leaves the kids with her aunts and it's like the summer solstice or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, then, but yeah, that's that's my first one. What's your second one? My second one is, uh, well, I just, uh, this is two observations I had. I love how they can just casually resurrect someone. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of very much of like Buffy season six, part one yeah. and two. Um, it really reminded me a lot of things reminded me of like Willow. I'm sure there was some kind of uh, crossover because Buffy was on at this point. This is like 98. Yeah. So some mm-hmm. of it felt kind of practical magic. Like Tara and Willow in college give me practical magic vibes. Like mm-hmm. they would be in a coven full of like an old lady and like what? something yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so then my other one was I love how uh, Jill or Jillian is just smoking everywhere like in the store this is back in the day when you could smoke cigarettes like wherever you were um, and mm-hmm. she's like well not really but I mean she just was I kind of thought like that she's the complete opposite of Sally mm-hmm. she's just like this yeah. renegade like no kids like cool hanging out mm-hmm. with like a Bulgarian guy from like near Transylvania who ends up being like an abusive asshole like she just picks the wrong guys like she's just you know but yet sally is like i want to fall in love even though i know this guy's gonna end up dying in a weird way which he does her first husband which is really sad my second favorite scene is the phone tree hierarchy like when they're at the school and (laughs) sally's just like they never put me on the top they hate me they all think i'm you know weird because i'm a witch this is why the end of the movie was so unbelievable because mm-hmm. we had just seen her having this horrible struggle in this yep. parent meeting. And then you see Jillian come in and they're all like, that's her. I've heard about her. She slept with this guy. And then that's when she gets up. And I'm probably going to clip this scene where she's like, hey, everyone, watch out for your husbands. <laughs> like, I'm in <laughs> town. Like, I just love no, her that like was, that. That was my second favorite scene. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's my, that's my favorite. That's right, ladies. I'm back. Lock up your husbands. <laughs> Mothers, lock up your sons. <laughs> like Evan Rachel Wood says later in 13. Oh, in like four years. <laughs> Mothers, lock up your sons. What's your next one besides the phone tree? Sorry, I took that one. Oh, no, no, no. Please. No, that's fine. Um, I like the midnight margarita scene as we keep going the back best. and forth. Um, 
where after they're dancing, all of them are really drunk. And like I said, like, they're all like, they're all like shading each other. Uh-huh. Jilly has powers. And one of the aunt says, and we all know what that is. <laughs> and which then Sally goes, yeah, since when is being a slut a crime in this family? <laughs> I know, right? That's kind of all they can be because they kind of sort of can't fall in love. Exactly. Because any guy they fall head over heels for is at risk of dying. So so the moral of the story is stay in your lane and be a slut. Be a slut. Be a slut. It's cool. It's cool. It's not even Everyone... a thing now. It's like not even a... Well, no, they're called sex workers. No, that's not true. <laughs> sex work is work. That's what that is. I know, I was um, like people that are listening that are sex workers and are listening to your podcast are gonna like shame me. No, <laughs> it's like, okay. Get him off your podcast now. No, please don't say that. Please leave a good review. <laughs> please leave a five star review. Each and every one. I know. It's like no sex work is work. I mean, I can't even imagine. Like it's work. It's work. Yeah, it's not like some easy. I don't know why people think it's like you know some easy thing. I'm like, no, you're putting your life in your hands yeah. too. Checked out weekly. And... Yeah, it's a lot, and not yeah. to get caught. Like you're still doing something that's illegal, so it's like you got that taxes. Is it? It's a lot. <laughs> is it? Is it? Depends on where, I guess. Depends yeah. on what you consider sex work and where. Next, next July, just like they lifted the the weed ban or whatever, or accepted weed. Next July, it's going to be like we now accept sex work. It might if there was some state house where they could make some tax money, they probably would. Like if mm-hmm. they were taking okay. taxes off it, they would do it. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> like I would do it. Oh, God, I, I couldn't do it. I just cannot. But I mean, there there's a lot of risk factor in there, and I mean, so many different factors of the factor of being a sex worker. You know, it's I mean, true. I know. There's diseases. There's the possible attempt of like, um, a kidnapping, a murder, yeah, you know, uh, robbery. <laughs> I can yeah. rob you for your money. Like, yeah. no, so you literally need to like have a contract or something or you know we really went in like a weird area we're we're talking about like the day-to-day like so how do they do their schedule and like is it on a can you find somebody who is a current sex worker can we interview and find out like what's your day-to-day i mean i've watched so many documentaries on sex workers anyone listening is a sex worker please reach out to lauren why so we can have a chit chat (laughs) So we can ask you what your day-to-day life is like. Yeah. It's a lot. Like I'm being serious. I mean, I know it's like fun. We're we're doing funny and serious at the same time, but I'm serious. Like I would love to talk to somebody. Well, Mikey has a dormant podcast that maybe he could <laughs> wake up and do interviews with sex workers. I mean, you could I'm wake up through whole schematic. And it is chips and dish. It is dish. Yeah. <laughs> so you can uh if anyone wants to look up the podcast do you still have it up there is it is it yeah yeah Yeah, well we also covered some marvel films we were knee deep in it and then mikey just like you know stopped for a while but but yeah Yeah. if you want to hear us talk about marvel films it's over there on chips and dish yeah (laughs) real life took over for a while yeah it's okay it's okay you get to be on this one now yeah of course um yeah what other uh what other uh scenes do you like um, I don't have those are the only ones I have written down. Um, 
but I do in a rom-com because in a rom-com way because I am a romantic at heart and I wear my heart on my sleeve I do like when um the investigator and Sandra Bullock get together I um, did like how they gave you these little hints throughout that like he was the guy, was the guy that she that created, she like yeah. waited for yeah that she like kind of wished into non-existence because he was so perfect that he couldn't exist mm-hmm. and then he actually but, did but I forgot how the beginning was so sad with the husband and literally because I've seen this like three times in like two days the first time I was bawling no way really I was bawling when he got hit yeah I was like it was really sad yeah Yeah. I knew it was coming and I was like no I was like starting to tear up when I saw her like ripping up the floor like she was trying to look for the beetle and I was like no no she like knows it's gonna happen and then she could feel it like she was like and then like the all of the bikers like didn't hit him and she was like oh and then all of a sudden the truck and I was like fuck yeah. I thought we well, weren't gonna have him hit yeah oh my god and then I was like continuing to cry when she like w- like raged into the aunt's house oh, and I know. they were like yeah we just needed to give you a little push and she was like my own flesh and blood and I was like ah. I know I was like no no and then she was like, bring him back. Bring him back, please. Bring him back, please. I was like, no, we saw what happens when there's resurrection. They yeah. could not bring anyone back from the dead in Aladdin, and they shouldn't have done it in Buffy. Because don't bring anybody back from the dead. dead. It's not a pretty picture. I don't it's like doing it. <laughs> oh, um, I want to watch Aladdin. <laughs> oh, I love Aladdin. God, I only have like an hour and a half to watch The Crow before it's no longer Devil's Night. Um, my other note that I had was <laughs> auntie's back in the nick of time as, as Jillian oh, yeah. is possessed by the ex that they killed. <laughs> um, but I also really love when she activates the phone tree where they're like, yeah. we really need nine women, but 12 would be best. Where no, are we going to find that? 12? And then she like flips open the like phone tree and then she just starts calling. I was like, wait a minute. I insert record scratch here. I was like, wait, so how does she just call them out of nowhere and just be like, hey, so like, I know this is for serious emergencies, but like my sister's possessed. Her ex, we killed him, yada, yada. You've got to help me do this weird-ass Buffy ritual where we're waking up all the fucking slayers because that's exactly what it looked like was in, like, the finale of Buffy. I was like, this is very Willow, like, awakening all the powers of the slayers when they're in that circle. And I like how they're Mm -hmm. all not drunk or under a spell where they're fine to just bring their brooms and, like, do this. I would be like, the fuck? I'm not doing this. I'm scared. I don't know what you're going to do to me. What if this guy jumps out into us? And then, of course, when he turns to dust, they're like, well, time to clean house, ladies. I was like, this is some misogynistic shit. Now they're expected to sweep up the house from the dust. That's like, this is some shit. But I, the exorcist part was crazy. I do happen to really like the outfit that Nicole Kidman's wearing at the end where she has the black cat when she's oh, yeah. watching them. I like that bit where he comes back. And then you see like them on the house with dressed in like the witch's outfits for Halloween. And they're yeah. all the town is apparently like accepting them now, <laughs> which is <laughs> like, okay, cool. And they're all like, yay. It takes an exorcism to bring a family together. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's kind of what it was like. I was like, oh, okay. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's back together. Yeah. That's kind of what it felt like, but it was really cool. 
<laughs> it was super cool. I'm glad I saw it. It was a cute, feel-good movie. It's one of those things that I feel like I would have probably watched on TV in like the middle of the day on a weekend. Um, it just has that vibe of like really fun and cool, but I like it. I'm glad I saw it because I've been seeing all the clips for so long that I'm like, God, I need to see this movie, but I'll do it for the podcast. So yeah, <laughs> it's perfect like for it. Halloween season. It totally is. I don't know what we're going to do next. I mean, we're ending October. I mean, I don't know. There's like a whole lot of shit we have to do. I think I kind of want to have a theme next month, but I haven't decided what the theme is for the movies. Because we're going to have to do kind of holiday shit in December. And I got to kind of try to like figure out what good holiday movies there are like that are like holiday, but not like I always think Go is a holiday movie because they have that. Yeah, because that rave is like Santa. Yeah, that's right. So, like, I want to try to find movies that are, like, not obvious about it, but they take place during Christmas. I kind of want to do Serendipity because I really like the movie. Technically, if you want to continue the Halloween, but Christmas going into Christmassy, you could always do, we could always do The Addams Family. Oh, that's right. I haven't seen The Addams Family. Wait, the original? None. With with, um, uh, Angelica Houston? None. None of them. Uh, okay, we have to do it. The first one? Is that the, the best one? Actually, yeah. Okay, we'll do that we then. We have to do it. I'm down to watch it. Do you think it'll have the same impact, or will I be like, I was a kid, I wasn't a kid when I watched this, so it's kind of weird? Or do you think it'll be good? I, I think you'll, 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 I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, cool. All right, I'm yeah. down. Christina Ricci. You haven't seen it. Nope. I told you, I haven't seen a lot of movies everyone has. True. Like, I didn't see Jurassic Park till I was, like, 20. What? Yeah, like, I didn't see it as a kid. It just... I've never seen E.T., and I don't care. So that I'm not going to watch. I'm having that conversation with you. What? I remember having that conversation. The E.T., yeah. The E.T. conversation, I feel like, is definitely I missed the boat in the 80s. I don't think I'm going to... I mean, I think you'd be... I think you'd be bored. Probably. Like, it's not a kid... I'm not a kid. You know, I don't have that attachment that so many people have of it as a Mm. child, you know? Um, Charles has been rewatching Back to the Future, so I kind of want to do Back to the Future. I have Back to the Future on DVD, but it's so long. Yeah, they're on Peacock, I think now. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, he was watching yeah. it, and he was he was talking about time travel. That would be cool to do a month where we do time travel movies. Fun. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to do like some themes. It would be kind of cool, maybe to like maybe even in twenty four, I'll do more like themed months. Maybe it'll be random till the end of the month, but then. I kind of want to try to like do some themes would be kind of cool. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you could do a vampire thing. You could do a, I want to do more obscure, like even like mom and daughter relationship movies or like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, like heroes, like heroic, like anti-heroes or like, you know, robberies, like all bank robberies or robbery kind of movies, like just something like that, like capers or crime, or, you know, mm-hmm. biopics, like all biopics one month, like something like that. That'd be kind of cool. If people like that idea, then let me know, because that'd be cool to to try. Like to try. Sure. Sweet. Sure. Well, uh, as always, like and subscribe and tell your friends and leave a review. And I hope you have a good Halloween and yeah, closing out yeah. this October. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye. Thank you.